Welcome back to another episode of Teacher Talk Tuesday. My name is Dr. Johnny Cruz Craig, and I'm the National Project Director for the DTEC TAG program. I hope our discussions on this podcast so far have helped educators and administrators realize how important it is for you to express your everyday educational experiences, research, and advocacy work. Here at DTEC TAG, we believe that education is a heart matter. As you connect and share with one another, it creates an environment of vulnerability that can shift hearts and develop communities of support. On this episode, we'll put more of a focus on teacher efficacy and the importance of ongoing professional development for educators. Here to talk about this one of our DTEC TAG agents, Dr. Kelly Bullock-Daughtry. Hi, Dr. Daughtry, welcome, and thank you so much for um, giving us some of your time today to share your wisdom. Hi, Dr. Craig, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and share some of my thoughts with you and our DTEC family. Awesome. So, thank you for coming on the podcast. Since we kicked this off back in October, I think that's when we broadcast the first, when we've touched on advocacy and action and teacher efficacy through educational endeavors and literacy acquisition, special education and mentorship, all of those episodes are still on our SoundCloud channel. While you're listening, leave us some feedback on our social channels at DTEC Change Agent on Twitter, at DTEC underscore change underscore agent on Instagram, and DTEC dash change agent on Facebook. Now, Dr. Kelly Daughtry is both an educator and entrepreneur who has over 18 years of experience in the education field. She worked as a facilitator and trainer with us at DTEC in our Teacher Academy and has most recently become an education advocate and national teacher trainer for the Center for Teacher Effectiveness. After these 18 years of serving in the classroom, Dr. Daughtry um, is now building her consulting business, Transitions Educational Consulting, LLC, which provides specified professional development in the areas of teacher efficacy, differentiated instruction, student engagement, and student motivation. So to get us started, I want to ask you, Dr. Bullock-Daughtry, why is it so important for teachers to constantly evolve and receive professional development as they work in their classrooms? I love this question because um, if you think about our students entering the classrooms every single year, we get a new group of students. Unless you're looping with, with uh, your students, you get a new group generally, right? Yeah. Um, it's important for teachers to continue to evolve and pursue professional development for this reason, because our students are constantly changing. Even if you loop with your students, uh, they're still growing, their minds are still developing, they're still having experiences. And so it's necessary for us to evolve with them. Um, as we have experienced, there's so many changes that go on in education and it's, it's our duty as educators to remain current with those things. Um, so we think about how curriculum changes, initiatives change, students learn differently. So we need to learn to uh, be actively differentiating instruction to meet those needs. Um, and I also um, think about the many challenges that our students are facing these days. Um, at the beginning of my career, it was generally poverty, um, divorce, uh, violence, pre violence prevention were 
the main topics of um, professional development compared to the end of my career where much of those remained constant, but now we're thinking about um, trauma, um, trauma, correct, uh, professional development, um, those types of things that have now entered the professional development realm. Um, I, I hate that that's even a um, topic of discussion, of discussion, but it is the reality of our students, right? So they have um, dealing with divorce, some other uh, domestic relations. Um, like I said, gun violence has been large. Mental health has been um, like prevalent in the classroom. You know, these, what these students are dealing with and how they're coping um, are things that have become prime uh, primary topics of discussion for professional development. So yes. when we think about um, evolving with our students, we have to know our students, yes. we have to know where they're coming from, um, and we need to learn how to deal with those um, situations, not just the curriculum, not just you know district initiatives, but who they are so that they can become sex successful learners in the classroom. Yes, and you, you said a lot and all of it was so important. And as you were speaking, I really think about that, um, the research in the article that's been released about just the mass exodus of teachers and the shortage that we have, right? And when, we, when I hear you say when you started and then when I ended, like these are the differences. Yes. Well, I think we need to really look at that. Yes. Because we know that I was a classroom educator as well. So we know we get a lot of professional development around our content and yes. things of that nature. But our professional development hasn't evolved the way that the children have evolved. Right. As much, even as much as the curriculum needs to evolve as well. So we have a lot of misalignment going on. Absolutely. Which causes that trauma. It causes that mental health and trauma even with the educators themselves and thus why they're choosing to walk away from this profession yeah. so you hit on a lot man that was that was that was good yeah. because I think if anybody that's dealing with professional development that can build anything in a system to help save some of this that's going on they need to look at some of those topics that you just talked about and see how to infuse that into the professional development that's coming forth, but also how you walk with these teachers because it's some healing that's needed. It's absolutely it's education it's some healing. Yeah, when you think okay. when you think about the um, demands that the content area um, require, and then and you know add to that the mental health issues Ooh. that students are carrying. Oh well, of course we're not seeing, you know academic growth because we don't we need to heal the heart first just like you said heal the, heal the heart heal the mind in order for our students to successful to be successful learners yes um, ma'am yeah. so that, yeah, that, that's a look that is a whole nother conversation right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i thank you for bringing up those points they were very pertinent and they're so prevalent and we see it like we see it so now with that how do you support and encourage teachers who say they receive very little or no support from their principals um so this this hits me um personally because when i started teaching i had a, a principal that was um was not engaged with her teachers, 
some teachers, but not all teachers. I was one of the teachers she was not engaged with. Um, and I didn't receive a lot of support from her. Um, and I never understood why, but I had to learn early in my career that um, whatever the reason is that she is not supportive of certain teachers, we have trained, we've been educated, we, we have these skills to empower ourselves yes. with knowledge. Yes. So, <clears throat> so I learned early on the importance of collaborating and, and searching for mentors, teachers that have been in the, in the field that have, um, have had proven results um, growing students. Yes. I, I attached myself to them. I asked questions. I observed. I asked them to observe me. Um, and so I think it is very important for teachers to, to, to go out in search of, of the um, support that they need. And they can find that in so many places now, right? So you can find teachers that are um, successful and, and effective successful and effective mm. okay because um teachers i have found <clears throat> find the way to look successful but are not effective that's, mm. that's powerful right they can yes but they are not effective so you have to be intentional about the teachers that you are following um, you can, social media is powerful. We know that there are so many teacher groups on social media that you can follow um, for support, for research, for um, just answering some of the questions that you don't have the answers to. Um, I, I say that it's important not to isolate yourself within your school or district because yeah. there's so much knowledge out there. Um, and there's so many other educators who are willing to help um and dtech is one of those organizations you know we've prided ourselves to reach out to educators and help support them to become better to build their efficacy right so yeah. there's other educators in other outside districts um and so many other places that we can connect with um to help support teachers Go to professional developments. There's so many professional developments available. You have to do your research though, because you don't want to sit <laughs> and listen to something that is not relevant to your to what you need. Right. Right. Um, That's good. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I think that um, another thing that that helped me was learning how to be an effective self reflector. I started writing down the things that I was doing and the things that um, worked and didn't work. And then I was intentional about, you know, questioning what could I have done better. Self-reflection is a powerful, powerful tool if you do it correctly, if you know how to do it. Um, and so I think that journaling, mindfulness, really, um, honing in on mindfulness, being aware with your emotions, your thoughts, your behaviors, and then learning how to turn some of your weaknesses into your strengths just by being able to see and listen to your actions. 
Yes, absolutely. You said a couple things there that were really, really, really vital, I believe. One being that self-reflection piece. Uh, I think that to the DTEC structure, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the, the first thing that everyone did was that self-assessment, right? Yes. And then they did that after assessment to see how they grew. And yes. what we learned from that work is that is what really opened up those DTEC um, change agents to, want to, to, to realize where they were in regards to being implicit bias, not being culturally relevant in the classroom, how you look at certain children and what you have going on in your classroom to realize, you know what, there's some things that I need to identify with me and deal with me on and then find me some new strategies and best practices and get me some different type of knowledge. And we see that that has worked with DTEC, but I think that's important. So when you say, you know, when we look at these first year teachers, right? And they don't have that support or even, you know, a couple teachers, a couple years in even, and you don't have that support. Yes. They have to go seek it is what I heard you say. Yes. Connect with people, find you a mentor, latch on to them. But I think Dr. Um, uh, Daughtry, when I look at this even deeper, mm -hmm. what, I, what I see is that first they need to ask themselves, is this what I want to do? That is, yes, you're right. What, why are you here? That is yes. Why are you here? Are you here because you get summers off and you get a break? So if that is your answer, you need to reevaluate your purpose. That's it. That is so critical. I think we just touched that, that we just brought that out. And I think that's something that we need to amplify. We have to identify, is this where I supposed to be serving? Is this my purpose? Because if you're bought into it, you don't mind seeking out that professional development. You don't mind finding a mentor. You don't find connecting and asking questions and you don't mind collaborating. So we could go on and on about that because you see I get passionate about that just as you because it's so important because we've lived it. We've lived it. You're right. We've lived it. You're right because it's so, it's easy. Well, for some teachers, they get defensive about receiving that feedback, right? So if you yeah. are wanting to learn more about the the practice, you have to be open to hearing the good and the bad. Yes, ma'am. Both of those are going to make you a better educator. Yes, that's good. That's good. Thank you for saying that. So we're going to move on. What's been the biggest struggle or adjustment for first-year teachers to handle that you've seen over time? Um, so I've seen over time um, classroom management, yes. Um, learning how to manage the curriculum and, you know, the, the work, the procedures in the classroom. Those are all things that first-year teachers kind of have to get the hang of. Um, but in the last few years of my um, classroom career, teach teaching in the classroom, many of the um, teachers that I mentored struggled with really just believing that they they had had that they were valued mm. and their voice um was being heard and that really anyone cared what they had to say you know our first year teachers come in with so many ideas right <laughs> they um they they have these fresh new creative ideas and then they encounter a teacher that says oh well we we don't do it that way yeah. Um, yeah, and that shuts them down. And so I've I've um, had to work hard to encourage first, second, third year teachers that you took classes just like the rest of us did. <laughs> you received a license just like the rest of us did. 
-hmm. And what you have mm -hmm. to say is as important as anyone else. Um, and so the, if, if you are feeling like you're not heard, please know that that has nothing to do with you, right? Yes. It has everything to do with that other teacher. That's an insecurity on their part, not on yours. And so I, I have um, worked to help them to challenge themselves to be the voice. It, it, whatever yeah, you, regardless of what you think the response is gonna be, the response is not you in your control. But if you are passionate about um, a change, an initiative, something you feel in your heart is gonna benefit the learning of a child, say it. Someone will hear you and the more you speak it, the louder it'll get and someone will listen. So I think that it is um, important for us to really support our first year teachers, our early um, year teachers to have the voice, know that they are, they are valued and they're, they have as much worth as any of us. Dr. Daughtry, you shared a lot of things about what you've seen, um, you know, with the first year teachers and their struggles and adjustments and things, including classroom management. But one thing I heard you say at the end of your statement is that you have actually been mentoring these teachers to advocate for themselves. That's yeah. what I heard in everything you said. I don't know if you even realized that, but simply because they had been, their, their spirit had been, um, you know, sort of diminished and their light had been dimmed yeah. because they were coming with all, all these fresh new ideas and they kept hearing, well, that's not how we do it. And it will shut somebody down, especially when you're in an intimidating environment where you're the new person yeah. and new to the career. So you actually spoken to them, empowered them, and help them to learn how to advocate for themselves in that environment. So I think that's something that's absolutely needed because just think about being in their shoes, which I think we have at one time or another, that can be stressful. I absolutely was in those shoes and it's, it's more reason why I support them um, the way that I do. Um, I, I don't support them as, you know, I've been here this many years and it's, this is how it goes. You know, a lot of veteran teachers are uncomfortable with, changing. Change is uncomfortable. And so that's not new teachers issue, right? So I want right. them to know that, um, yes, change is difficult, but everyone has to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that goes for them too. Yeah. So, you know, so be encouraged and know that you, if you are here for the right reason, if yeah. you're here for the purpose of um, educating students, then what you have to say matters. So, yes. And I just challenge them to, to speak their piece. Yes, I love that. I love that. So now we're coming, you know, we're closing out a, a semester in education mm -hmm. with most of the teachers preparing to take this holiday break. How would you advise them to make the most out of their time to recharge and prepare for the second half of the school year? I think. Um, when, as teachers enter break, that that's exactly what teachers need to do, break. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it feels like teachers on the front line, it feels like probably a year <laughs> has gone by already in the classroom. And it's been just a few months, yeah. but 
when we consider all the things that teachers are dealing with, as we touched on earlier, you know, not simply the content, but some of the other um, aspects of education that, you know, all encompass the classroom, it gets heavy. It gets heavy. And so I encourage teachers mm -hmm. to break. Take your stuff home. You know, teachers are going to go home with bags of things to do. Put your bags down and then break. You have two or three weeks, however long you have, and you commit to not doing anything for a set amount of time. And that means don't go on Pinterest, don't research articles, don't do that book study. Do something for you to relax your mm -hmm. mind, to relax your spirit, to relax your, to give you peace. Um, yes. Because yes. it's necessary to 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 give you a fresh a fresh mind to think with, and you know you you can release some of the things that have that you've been holding on to, and then come back to it and and think about a new fresher way to approach it when you get back. I really think that it is necessary to break. Yes, I agree with you. Rest. Yes, rest, relax relay release it took me years to understand how important that was even until yes. after i had my first child um and i wow. would just work 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 i would end up with headaches um, i would be physically sick so wow we have to intentionally break leave it <laughs> it will be there yes. when you go back to it <laughs> um and you know what Yes, ma'am. That is absolutely the truth because if you were to expire, what's going to happen with the next week or so, you will be replaced. Yes. I heard that a lot, you know, as, as we work in this field, but I thank you for sharing that and keeping it really simple. You said rest. Mm -hmm. That's what you said. That's what you do. Even though you know you may want to look into what's coming up, be intentional yes. in scheduling the time you are not going to do anything related to your job education or trying to feel yourself in that area, but feel yourself and that's called, I think we're hearing that now is self-care, right? Yes, yes, yep, yep. Yeah, mindfulness, so. mindfulness and self-care, yeah. just take a break. You yes. have earned it. <laughs> Absolutely, like you said, a couple, they've been, teachers have been in the classroom a couple months now, but we know it feel like about a year. Yes. So yes, y'all listen to that. Listen to Dr. Kelly Bullock-Daltrey over this break and rest. <laughs> Take a break. Take a break. Mm -hmm. Right. So our last question, Dr. Bullock-Daughtry, how has DTEC TAG impacted your life, your passion for advocacy, and the educational experiences of those connected to you? Um, so DTEC TAG blessed my whole entire life. <laughs> the opportunity to work with DTEC and the many educators and facilitators and trainers really validated my purpose in education. Um, so when I began working mm -hmm. with DTEC, I knew, I knew when you called me that day at school, I wanted to help change the face of education um, with effective professional development. And I knew that I could help teachers define or redefine who they were as educators um, and DTEC gave me the platform to, to realize that. Uh -huh. It helped me see my worth. Um, 
I have wisdom to share and DTEC allowed me to share my wisdom. Um, and it, in a way I hadn't been able to do anywhere else. Mm. DTEC gave me that, um, mm. that opportunity. Um, I, I'm an advocate for change, but I'm also a disruptor for change because of DTEC. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So now I'm more willing to make people uncomfortable yeah. in order for them to look at their practice with more transparency. Um, and it took me some time to get here, mm. but um, DTEC helped me get there. That's, and that's what matters. Took me some time to get there, but I got there. Um, and yeah. I, I, will, I will add that DTEC is part of the reason I had the courage to step out and really grow my business. So I just am thankful for you and DTEC and all my DTEC family for the opportunity to become a better educator and a better person. Wow. wow, that that's powerful. I really thank you. Like this this divine thing that we're in, we all, I think everybody connected knows that this is straight divine. Like, you know, this is something that was birthed that he that are the person that we magnify connected us to for a, a you know a greater reason and I, i'm just grateful to hear your story and to hear you becoming a disruptor that excites me. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yep. because you know we talk about that squeaky wheel in the DTEC academy and how you know when you're that squeaky wheel you got to first know what you're talking about but you also got to be doing the right thing right yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that you're in that space to bring people together to lead professional development in such a way that you know you're injecting and helping them to become disturbers as well. I call it innovative disruptors. Yeah, I like to yeah. call it that, and I like that. I love it. And then you being able to step out on faith to build transitions is very empowering and inspiring as well because that your purpose is greater than where you were. It's not that you didn't so much like being in the classroom teaching, but you know that God has called you to greater. That's so now you right. have to go through the process yes. and the work to build transition so that your, your impact could be scaled up and scaled out to touch more educators at one time because what we're facing right now, um, Dr. Bullock Daughtry, in this society with education, we're in a crisis. Yes. We're in a crisis. And it's going to take many of us rising up to help and support and lead one another to teach our babies. Yes. So I, I thank you. Um, I really thank you for your obedience because I know sometimes it's not easy, especially when you step out on faith to build something. Yeah. Hey, I know that's not the easiest thing. So thank you. Thank you for your faith and for you know i know you have an amazing family your husband and your children you have a lot so thank you for continuing to press forward in the education arena as you are taking your rightful position as mother and wife in your family that right there is something to be said okay thank so you. don't take that lightly thank you i appreciate yes. it do not take that lightly that you're an example of you're a family example and y'all story will help strengthen families so know that in education, out of education, in the family, as the family's journey, period. Yeah. So thank you again for that. I really appreciate you allowing um, DTEC Tag to have this time with you on this evening. Um, audience, please tap in. Um, Dr. Daughtry, how can they connect with you? Uh, so people can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at, at Dr. KB Doherty. 
all three of them, at Dr. KB Doherty for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They can find me on LinkedIn at Dr. Kelly Bullock Doherty. And they can connect with me on my website, drkellybdoherty.com. All right. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, Y'all, follow our SoundCloud channel. Share out this um, podcast. Share it with your networks, your friends, your family. Anyone that you know need to hear anything that you heard. Share this out and have them connect to this channel. These are educators on the move, going forward, leading change in the face of adversity. Let's not forget that. Y'all have a beautiful evening. Thanks so much.